Today's words from the hills reconfigure your life, change your heart, and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be. Welcome to the Hills Church. Oh, 
bless you, our Redeemer. We worship you. All the nations of the earth will tell of your goodness and your power. We honor you, our God, today. Today, give us a revelation of who you are. Give us an understanding of what you're doing. Give us insight that our minds will comprehend with you, O oh God. Take us from the view of earth, O oh God. Raise our sight to the view of heaven. Elevate our vision, O oh God. Take us beyond this realm, O oh God, to another realm where we see you, our God. Where our eyes bear witness and our spirit man connect. Take us to another place, O oh God, where your glory is. And all the world will know that your work working in all the earth. Lord, give us power to see. Give us the power of sight, oh God. Raise our sight from the Ephraim, oh God, and take us to the elevated view of the heavenlies, oh God, where your glory lives and where your power is. Father, take someone today. <laughs> take someone today. <laughs> like Elisha prayed for Gehazi, Lord, open his eyes that he will see. Lord, I pray for our listeners this morning that you open their eyes, open our eyes, that we will see what you're doing, that we will hear you, that we will understand your work in all the earth. We ask for revelation. Thank you, Lord God. May the entrance of your word bring light and cause understanding to come to our simple hearts in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The first thing I hear the Spirit of God saying is that we should pray for the sick. So many people are sick and going to the hospital is not even an option at this point in time. So let's declare the miraculous wherever people are. Let's just pray for the sick. Let's just declare the healing of Yahweh. Yes, let's pray for the sick. If you're online, just lift up your hands and say, Lord, we pray for everyone who is infirmed in their body, who hurts in their minds. Lord, we declare your healing power in all the earth. We speak like the stripes of Jesus we heal. We ask, oh God, for even those who have caught the virus, oh God, that your healing virtue will touch them, oh God, in the land and in the cities and in the seas, oh God, and in the great beyond in Nigeria and way beyond here, oh God. And Lord God, where death has reigned, oh God, may your angel of life fly through, oh God, where wicked and weakness has flown, oh God. May your healing power come through the nations. Let the nations taste of your healing again. Let your healing anointing flow through the land again. Let your healing power flow through the cities again in the name of Jesus Christ. So we pray and establish your counsel, oh God. So we pray and establish your mind, oh God. So we pray and call for the Jehovah Rapha, the healer of the nations, oh God. Rise up and heal the nations, oh God. Heal families, oh God, who are hurt at this time. Heal individuals, oh God, who bear pain in their body. Lord God, we declare your healing power. We declare your unction, oh God, that you heal and save and deliver in the name of Jesus Christ. For this purpose for the Son of Man manifested and you will destroy the works of the devil. This morning we raise of the siege of the Lord against the works of wickedness in the name of Jesus Christ and we declare your healing power 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 
Father, many people are anxious in their minds. We declare your peace. Let there be peace, oh God. Let there be peace. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I see the King of glory riding on the clouds with fire.
We can say it's a beautiful day regardless of what's going on, regardless of the news, because we don't listen to the broadcast from earth. Our eyes are set much higher. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So we're going to start this morning from Revelation chapter 12, starting from verse 7. chapter 12 from verse 7. I read from the New King James Version. It says, And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon. And the dragon and his angels fought. But they did not prevail. Nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out. That serpent of old called the devil and Satan who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night, has been cast down. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, because he knows he has a short time. Now, there are many realms we live in. For many of us, everything that happens to us is on the earth realm. We see death from the earth realm. We see everything from where? Yeah, earth realm. Just human. We're just earthly. We're just earthbound. We're just normal. We just only see the world. For many people in the world, that's all they can see. So science says that if it's not esoteric, if it's not something you can touch, feel, and observe under the microscope, then it's not real. But when we read the Bible, we see the exact opposite. We see that there are realms when we go to sleep and dream, we see the exact opposite. We see that there are realms. When we walk through, there's an intuition in us. We feel darkness. We see there's another realm. When we go through life and we see energy, we can feel somebody is coming to the room and some of you call it bad vibes. And some of you call it bad energy. But guess what? It's actually demonic spirits and other operating spirits and as human beings we have human thermostats that can fill the spiritual realm there is another world beyond these walls that we see every day there is another world people in Africa know this so they go to the herbalist to help them see the other world 
And is this not an African thing? There are tarot card readers around the world who will help you. There are palm readers. You, you go to New York, you'll find a palm reader on the street. You go to London streets, you'll find clairvoyance on the street. You go to Germany, you'll find... I met a woman the other day. She lives in Brussels, Belgium. She told me I'm a pagan. Everything I do comes from the earth. I believe in the earth. I believe in Mother Earth. We worship the Mother Earth. Human beings know that there is another realm. <laughs> there is a spiritual thermometer inside of us that sees another realm. So we read the book of Revelation said that there was war in another realm called heaven. There was war. There was war in the presence of God. And this war was not like the devil came out and was shooting bazookas. <laughs> no, iniquity was found in him. And that iniquity found in the devil was an act of war against the kingdom of God. That sedition inside of him was an act of compromise against the integrity of the realm of God. That disobedience in him was no more acceptable. It was not like he came out and started shooting. No, 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 no. You know, somehow we have this imagination that God and the devil are equal. And the devil will come and will shoot one. God will come and shoot one. And we have this view from, from cartoons. The good guy and the bad guy would think like God is a good guy. No, there's no comparison. He says, I am the Lord. There is no other. The devil was just a little fry. And God did not go to fight the devil. Guess who fought him? His mate. Archangel Michael. And Archangel Michael cast him down. They were mates. There were three archangels in heaven. Archangel Gabriel, the, the messenger angel. Archangel Michael. The warring archangel and archangel Lucifer, the minister of music. A friend of mine told me this week that he saw Lucifer appeared. That Lucifer was a white man, European. <laughs> I can't think I thought that there was a black man. No, totally white, handsome, fair, glowing. He was the minister of music. Beauty was his nature. And this guy just felt one day, I can be like God. I'm super cool. I'm super fly. And he rode. And iniquity was found in him. Therefore he was cast down. And the heavens rejoiced. And said, now salvation, glory, and power, and honor, and praise be to our God. Because the heavens are seen. There is no more disobedience in heaven. The heavens have become calm. The heavens have become quiet. The heavens have become, you know, the heavens have become sedated. The heavens have become like peaceful. Peace has come again to heaven. Hallelujah! No, you guys are not hearing me. Hallelujah! The presence of God has now become quiet. The presence of God has now become peaceful. No more disobedience in the realms of God. Hallelujah. But then he says, woe to the inhabitants of the earth. Ah, because the devil has come down having great anger. And what does he come to do? To punish the inhabitants of the earth. Because he knows his time is short. The devil has come to the earth. 
He knows his time is short. He is coming to tempt the sons of men. He's coming to intimidate the sons of men. But this was not the plan of God. God planned that when the devil comes, that he will raise up sons. Say amen. amen. That when the devil comes, that he will raise up powerful ones. That when the devil comes, God will raise up the mighty ones upon the earth. And who are the mighty ones? Say, I am. I am. Who are the mighty ones? Say, I am. I am. Then the Bible says, those people of the earth, they overcame him. How do we overcome? Number one, by the blood of the lamb. Number two, by the word of our testimony. Number three, we love not our lives so as to shrink back from death. If you have these three things, you will overcome the devil every time. Number one, <laughs> what Jesus did is the blood of the lamb. Number two, the word of our testimony is actually your life. How you live is your testimony. Number three, we did not love our lives so much that we fear death. Do you know what is killing many people now? The fear of death. Paul said to live is Christ and to die is gain. I'm happy to die now. I'm happy to leave this realm now. But if I live, it must be for Christ. I have no agenda. I have no other purpose. I have no other will. I have no other desire. Nothing else can satisfy me. If I live, it's Christ. And if I die, it's gain. And if you carry that mindset, you have already overcome. Say amen. amen. So God sent the devil down. But what God did was to turn the tide against the devil. The mighty one from heaven was turning the tide against the devil. And when you read the Bible, you start seeing it in the book of Ezekiel chapter 20. The Bible talks again about the return of God's people. God says, I will bring my people back to their place. God says, I will bring my people back to their land. So I will bring my people back to their inheritance. I will bring my people back to what I promised them. So when we enter the realms in the, in the natural, we can only be defeated in the natural. But when we get into the spirit, we begin to overcome. So the Bible begins to say, in Ephesians chapter 6. Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the wicked one. This is the time for armoring yourself. This is the time for equipping yourself. This is the time for you to stand in the power of God. And those who stand will turn the tide. Those who stand will turn the tide as the devil comes to the river to infiltrate the earth as the devil comes to uproot your peace as the devil comes to attack your marriage as the devil comes to attack your family as the devil comes to attack your city your nation and the nations of the world as the devil comes to shake humanity there is a tribe there is a people who do not fear their lives to the dead there is a people who are going forth in the spirit realm to declare the reign of God there is an army rising in this hour there is a there is a forerunner people there is a people of inspiration 
There's some people with insights in God who are going for this hour. This is the finest hour for the church. This is the this is the best moment for all of God's people. And they will rise and go forth into God's war. <laughs> Those who know their God will be strong and do great exploits. It's not just about saying my case is different. No, that's not it at all. But some people have, do not love their lives to the death. Some people, do you know how there will be two warfares to end the COVID-19 virus. There will be two warfares. One is the earthly warfare. <laughs> and don't despise the earthly warfare. There are people going to the epicenter. There are people going to the place where people are dying. There are doctors going there right now. While we are hiding at home, there are people running there. There are research scientists who are taking the virus in the lab and unpacking it. And seeing, okay, if we add it to this person, how does it behave? If we add it to this person, how does it behave? There are people touching the virus. This same virus they were afraid of. There are some people who are touching it every day. That is what? Say earthly warfare. Say it again. Say earthly warfare. <laughs> say earthly warfare. Sometimes scientists are the front runners of it. Sometimes the kingdom of God, God gives revelation to his sons and daughters. Sometimes God gives insight, uncommon insight to men of earth to know how to tackle diseases. How many cures have people found from their sleep? That is what? Earthly warfare. There are those who must fight from the earth. <laughs> but there is another realm. <laughs> there is another realm. There is another place beyond the earth. There is the heavenlies beyond the earth. There is the kingdom of God beyond the earth. There is a place where people go to find solutions. And those who enter into the realms of God, it is given to them to turn the tide. They turn the tide in the spirit. They move the hand of God in the spirit. They move the supernatural hand of God. And when an angel flies. <laughs> do you know there's an angel called the angel of death? This is a junior angel. But any one of God's angels excel in mind. The angel of death is a junior angel to the devil. He's not even an archangel. A friend of mine saw, saw the angel of death standing in the door. And he had a sword. His sword covered the whole door. And his head was high above the building. The angel of death in his dream. This angel of death, the David saw him on the day when God was executing judgment on the land. And David accounted the people and God was angry. That angel, David was offering sacrifices to God. He saw an angel appear. He said that the angel, his head was reading the clouds. On the night of the Passover, one angel passed through Egypt. What's the angel's name? The angel of death. He passed through the land. So it's not, it's not a virus that kills people. It's death that kills people. Have you seen people who are so sick, they refuse to die? 
I don't want to tell personal stories, but there's someone in my family somewhere who was so old, over 100 years. Every time she falls sick, everybody thinks she's going to die. Then she'll bounce back. <laughs> and they say, oh, she hasn't died. <laughs> yeah. Can I tell you guys something? The day death comes for you, you have to wave bye-bye to the earth. And the Bible says, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of all his sins. We should not fear death. Don't fear death. Don't fear death. Don't fear death. Don't fear death. To live is Christ. This world is not a great place. Do you know if you watch Lord of the Rings or any one of those epic movies, you see the battle for Middle Earth. How many of you have heard of the battle for Middle Earth? Uh, and then there are lots of hordes of all types of gory spirits trying to take over the land where there is gold. Right? And these dark beans that just feel swarm the whole place. The place is a mess. When heavens look onto the earth, they see the earth like a mess. But we on earth, you know, we see the earth like we see the earth like paradise. Do you know when you arrive in heaven? Anyone who has died and gone to heaven, when they tell them, do you want to go back to heaven? They say, no, 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 no. The earth is a mess compared to the heavens. The earth is a broken place. But when we all get to heaven, what a day, day of rejoicing that will be when, when we all to heaven yet. There is an assignment for you on the earth. Don't rush to heaven yet. Don't be like the soldier who was sent to fight a war but you're so afraid and you run back to heaven. No! We are turning the tide on the earth. Say amen. amen. We are turning the tide on the works of the devil. Say amen. amen. We are restoring the kingdom of God. Say amen. We are restoring. So God is now speaking over cities and over nations. God is now pressing reset over the earth. God is now speaking his word of life over the earth. God is now washing the earth again. I saw a picture. And it's the UN Water Organization. And there's the picture of the earth with a lot of water flowing inside someone's hand. That moment something hit my spirit. And God was like saying... I am resetting the earth. I am washing the earth. I am renewing the earth. Say amen. amen. We are turning the tide. We are turning the tide from sickness into strength. We are turning the tide from fear into faith. We are turning the tide from brokenness into strength. We are turning the tide. Say amen from fear into hope we are turning the tide from brokenness into strength we are turning the tide from slaves into son for those who know their God will be strong and do mighty things they overcame him by the blood of the lamb by the word of their testimony and they loved not their lives so much as to shrink back 
from death. Do not fear. You are an overcomer. You have the blood of the Lamb. You have the word of your testimony. This is the time for God to manifest through you. This is the time for God to be seen in you. This is the time for you to know your God. This is the time for you to reach out in the heavenlies. This is the time for you to drop your agenda. This is the time for you to run after righteousness. For those who know their God will be strong. <laughs> Everyone who's been praying, we've been praying every night. And I can see the quality of people who connect regularly. There's a certain strength inside of them. There's a certain fortitude in their hearts. Because they don't hold to the earth alone. They hold on to the eternal hope that is in God. They hold on to faith in the spirit. They know that God loves them. God delights in them. God sees them. God wants them. And they reach out. So we are turning the tide. Say, I'm turning the tide. I can't hear you say, I'm turning the tide. From fear into faith. I am turning the tide. From despair into life. I'm turning the tide. From weakness into strength. I'm turning the tide. I'm turning the tide. That is man turning the tide. God placed us to turn the tide. But there comes a time when we're not the ones turning the tide. Guess who is turning the tide? God. <laughs> when we can turn the tide, we human beings can what? We can turn the tide. But there comes a time when we are not the ones turning the tide. Who is turning the tide? God. God begins to reverse the things that were before. God begins to turn around the things that were locked. God begins to shake the things that have been bound. God begins to renew the things. God begins to do a new work. This is the time of the work of God. And Habakkuk saw God work and he said, Lord, I heard of your zeal and I was afraid. Oh God, in wrath, remember mercy. Whenever you see God working, you have to beg for mercy. Whenever you see God working, you have to beg him that, Lord, show your mercy on the people of the earth. Lord, work your work, your awesome work, oh God. Thank you, Lord God. So I speak over the people who don't know that it's now their time. I speak over your sons and daughters who don't know that this is a moment of opportunity. I speak over, over those who are hiding on their, their duvets every night. I speak over those who are bound by fear, paralyzed by the hour. There are some who are so afraid and fear has already eaten their hearts. I speak the grace of God into your world. In the name of Jesus Christ, those who know their God will be strong and do great exploits. Those who know their God will be mighty in this hour. This is the hour for the manifestation of the sons of God. This is the finest hour for the church. This is the season of grace and power and life. And we bless you, our God, for checking the church, for resetting your people and for giving us an opportunity to be the kind of church you want. So we step in with you. We step in with your work. We step in with your power. We do not lean on our own understanding. And we ask you, oh God, to finish your work in the earth. Do your work, your awesome work. Do your acts, your strange acts in the world.
capacity to turn the tide as the dark clouds thicken on the earth let them see that there is a light at the end of the tunnel let them see that there is hope in the morning let them see that this is the hour for them to put on strength 
Let them see that this is the hour that you've been waiting for. Let them see that this is your word for the hour. That you've been waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God. Let them see that this is your finest moment. It's the time for them to stand with you and partner with you to turn the tide over the earth. To turn the tide over disease. To turn the tide over fear. To turn the tide over canality. To turn the tide over sickness. To turn the tide over brokenness. To turn the tide of anxiety. This is the time, oh God, for you to rebuild the systems of the earth. This is the time, oh God, for you to construct a new life. This is the time, oh God, for you to build a new nation. Thank you, Lord God. And when all of this is done, a new nation will emerge. A new nation will emerge out of the dust, out of the ashes. A new place. A better world people will realize that their money could never buy them health. People will realize that their riches could not be anything for them. People will realize God is resetting. God is changing. God is turning the tide on the mighty of the earth. God is changing the game on the people who feel they have the world in their hands. God is changing the game from their hands and he's telling them, oh no, you're not almighty. I am. He's turned the tide on humanity. I wish that humanity will not miss this lesson. And God's children will also not miss this lesson. That God is resetting. God is rebuilding. And this is the finest hour for you and myself. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this message from the Hills Church. Our mission is to love people, connect with family, and touch the world. Learn more on our website at www.ecclesiahills.org or email us at hello at ecclesiahills.org. 